Why, hello there. How's it going? My name's Yivo, and I'm here to do a one-man podcast. I'm going to go through a bunch of different topics, and the premise of this will be a 3x3 grid, which I'll make appear next to me, and basically ramble on with a bunch of nonsense about the, my favourite top or top nine of different things. So, for example, here's a list of some of the topics I'm going to cover over the next couple of episodes, and I thought... 80% of my audience is game related. Why not start with the best gaming franchises of all time? And for the audio listeners, obviously that's not very useful because you cannot see the list. I'm going to do my top movies of all time, my top songs of all time, top UK and top US as two separate episodes, TV shows of all time, and probably do top anime of all time. Let's go. So let's get stuck in then. So, on this 3x3 there's a massive variety of games. So we'll get started with the top left, and that is probably the biggest elephant in the room. If you've ever um, been on one of my live streams, you'll know that I absolutely despise this franchise. But I used to love it. And that is Final Fantasy. It's one of those games that really, really, for me, defines turn-based like battles. And also story. The stories on all of them, specifically number nine for me, are probably the best story franchise or series I've probably ever played and close to played since. And these are from the 90s. So when I was younger, I really, really loved these on the PlayStation. Um, I've tried playing them again as an adult and it's not really gone down very well. I found it very slow and I found it a bit long and a bit laborious. And there's so many menus. I forgot how many menus there were for all the um, power-ups and things like that. Drawing out, um, especially number eight, drawing out spells from bosses and monsters and stuff. So it hasn't aged very well. Number seven remake does look very good, and also rebirth is going to be out soon. So hopefully that will re, you know, re rebirth the brand. Um, but it, it, it's got to be on there. It's one of those games that growing up definitely influenced my life and my love for story based and RPG games next on the list I'm going to go across for this one and it is one of the greatest franchises of all time I think especially in terms of like the grand scheme of things and that is Grand Theft Auto so for me number three is the big one so if you remember number two which is a long time ago so a lot of you won't remember this but it was a top-down game where you didn't really see a lot and it was really, really hard to navigate outside of the screen it's because it was top-down and it was so focused on where like, your vehicle was or your guy was. And it was very clunky because you only moved in like, eight different axes, so you couldn't really like move very smoothly either. It came out and it was an open map, open map and you could literally just do whatever the hell you wanted. It was groundbreaking because that, at that time... The only other open world game I would say, and it wasn't really open world, was Zelda, in terms of this sort of magnitude. I think another reason why I love this game so much actually as well, is the fact that it came out when I was about 15, and you could get hookers <laughs> and stuff like that, so it was, it was kind of cool, it was something different, it was a bit nitty gritty, a bit violent, a bit disgusting, a bit underground. 
being a middle-class white bloke from Surrey in the UK, it was something that I wasn't really used to, if I'm honest, and something I've never really experienced since, and it was quite kind of cool. But there's a few things from all the games that I really enjoyed. It was I enjoyed Vice City for the vibe. Obviously, it's Miami. It's kind of cool. It was really trendy and really hip. San Andreas, one of the greatest things that they introduced to that game was Turf Wars or Territory Wars, where you had to go and tag things and on the map it would change colour when people tried to take your territories. I thought that was really clever. Back back then, I thought that was really... That was like 2008, 2009 or something. I thought that was really clever and a really good idea. And then, obviously, you moved to the second island and moved away from it, so you didn't really get to do it very often because he obviously outgrew his little patch. But I thought that was a really nice touch. And then there was things like knowing where all the secret cars were and things like that. So it was like, number three, there was the Banshee, which I think looked like a blue Dodge Viper kind of car. So everyone knew where to get that one from. But there was a couple of others in like secret garages and stuff like that. And it was just little things that allowed you to do some really cool stuff. And then you could repaint cars, put like spoilers and things on. I think it was in number four where it really took off all the car stuff where you could put spoilers and rims and stuff on it. San Andreas, I think you could do that as well, but it's a bit limited. And then the new thing, which obviously being online was groundbreaking. It's like GTA Online is as groundbreaking for me, I think, as World of Warcraft was when that came out 15 years ago. It's something that had never been done before. It's something really, it was really dynamic as well, and it's still it's considered a really groundbreaking thing. And they're bringing out number six, so hopefully that. That'll be even more in depth and the online will just be insane to be honest i just can't see what the limit could be for what they could do with it obviously game size and how much hard drive takes up will be the big factor i think and if it's on the latest engines as well look really cool so i'm excited for the franchise's future as well it's not one of those that's just fizzled out they've actually got better and better as time's gone on i've just remembered as well i forgot about all the cheat codes all the amazing Chico's you could get, like unlimited cars and flying dragon machines and guns and unlimited ammo and life and things like that. Ah, oh, the Chico's were amazing. You could literally just spawn like this absolute monstrosity of a car or a tank or just anything you wanted, any vehicle in the game. It was so good. It was so fun. And you could just like destroy the city. It was amazing. So for me, Grand Theft Auto, but more specifically number three, really opened up the genre. Then it allowed for like San Andreas, Vice City, and then four and five down the lines. So for me, Grand Theft Auto's got to be on there. The next one is a bit of a rogue one, because I've never played it on stream. I've never really played it as an adult, but I've got some really fond memories of playing The Sims, specifically number two. But number four is probably the better one of the franchise, in my opinion. I think it's the most polished out of all of them. And it offers probably a more wide variety of like activities and things to do and sort of the nitty gritty kind of stuff. So for me, I've spent countless hours sitting in front of the TV with my sister as a teenager and a young adult. And it was just lovely. It was really nice to spend time together. We didn't really play games together because I never had a Nintendo, so we didn't have any party games. 
I had a PlayStation, which was like Gran Turismo, Tomb Raider, those sort of games. And I also played PC, which is not very, you know, group or family friendly, particularly. And it wasn't back in the day. But for me, Sims is groundbreaking, even though I don't like EA very much. It's definitely one of those that will go down in history as one of the greatest franchises of all time. The next kind of triggered, along with number... Well, not number anything. Um, so it's Rollercoaster Tycoon 2 and also Age of Empires, are very, very similar sorts of games for me that made me fall in love with PC gaming and strategy gaming and sim gaming and, you know... It made me fall in love with business. So it made me fall in love with making something or doing something and also re resource management. So for Rollercoaster Tycoon, it was more making rides and doing things that brought in money. For Age of Empires, it was more about efficiency of materials and resources. So those two, I think, are iconic. I think Age of Empires, Age of Empires 2 are pretty much the same level each other. Rollercoaster Tycoon 2 was by far more polished and more complete of a game than number one. Number one was very groundbreaking, but number two had so many more different rides. They introduced things like water rides and I think number two or number three, they introduced things like animals and, and things like that, which was amazing. When the first one came out, it was pretty good, but it was just pretty much just roller coasters and sort of fairground rides. It's just, I've just remembered something about Roller Coaster Tycoon. There was a roller coaster called the Boomerang or Loop, something Loop, where it would go like that, and you could adjust the speed, and you could put it on max speed. And if you take away some of the track, <laughs> the roller coaster cart would fly into into the air, and you could kill people. And I remember doing this quite often, just because I was a psychopath child. For a bit of a laugh. I don't know why I thought it was funny. I just thought it was. So I'm going to put a little clip in. For those listening. Won't be able to hear this obviously. But. This is basically. The psychopathic thing you could do on the game. And it's amazing. I forgot about this completely. Um, Let's go for. The one smack bang in the middle. Which for me. Is the greatest. First person shooter franchise of all time. And no, for especially those listening, this is not Halo, this is not Call of Duty. This is Counter-Strike. Now, me being a PC nerd and kind of being a bit of a dweeb, I used to have my own servers, I used to have my own clan, and we used to do clan wars and do tournaments and stuff like that, and I got pretty pretty bloody good, to be honest. I was probably, this was before esports and like proper rankings, but I would say I was probably up, up there in the top 1,000 in the country at one point in terms of just reactions and just knowing how to run a game and run a match. Um, we got to a point where we were doing friendly matches and we weren't losing, so we had to go into tournaments and then we winning 60-70% of our games. And I was probably, probably, probably obsessed with it. And to be honest... I'm not bloody surprised, like, even now, Counter-Strike 2's come out, Dust 2, pretty much the same map as it was back in 1.6, and it's still so much fun, let's get get this straight, it's still such a fun game, it's different to COD, and it's different to, obviously different to Halo, Halo's a bit more family friendly, I would say, it's a lot, 
easier to get involved with Halo. COD is very toxic, very sweaty, and I don't really enjoy the multiplayer side of it. I do enjoy Warzone though, so the Battle Royale. But for me, Counter-Strike is just its probably the, the best FPS of all time in terms of individual game. Um, CS Source was, was the one for me. Uh, 1.6 is what got me into it, but Source was Source was up there. It's pretty amazing. Um, where do we go now? Let's go. Let's shift across to the goat, the goat of all games. And I know this technically isn't a franchise because it's only one game with lots of expansions. But I am a massive MMO fan. I am a massive Wowhead, and it's just the daddy. Even today came out in 2003 or 2004 that's when I started playing at least 2004 2005 and the lore's kind of gone a bit wishy-washy but the first three expansions the lore was insane how much detail and care went into creating a story and when Blizzard really didn't have anyone to answer to before they got bought out by Activision it wasn't about the commercial, it was about Blizzard making the best games ever. Like Warcraft 2, 1, 2, and 3. Like StarCraft, they were they were the pinnacle. They were the top dog in terms of like high quality games. And WoW was their sort of flagship game. It was just incredible. And how long it took to get to things and do things and how big the map was. Remember, this was back in 2004, so this was barely when multiplayer gaming was even around. There was some issues for the first year, like crash server crashing a little bit too often. Probably brought out the game slightly too early. But it was it was it. It was the game. Everyone played it. They had something like a bit it wasn't a billion. <laughs> but it was something it was in the millions of like concurrent players all the time. So you can't you can't knock it. Even if you're not an MMO fan or an RPG fan or anything like that, you can't knock the game, at least for the first three, two, three expansions. So I've got two left on the list, and I think we're going to go for the bottom left. Now this game, a lot of people dislike because it's like Risk. It just takes... It's just time sink. It just takes so long. But... The way it's developed... The way it's got its structure... And it hasn't really deviated from its structure. It's just added and improved and progressed... And made things better and better and better. So there are five of them. And the game is Civilization. So Sid Meier's Civilization... Which came out in... Something like 94... When PCs were barely a thing to be honest and it was one of those games that you could just start playing and just spend a weekend with your friends doing a LAN party we used, I used to have friends come over and we'd do sleepovers sleepovers we didn't sleep we just played this for 30 hours straight didn't shower didn't really eat properly and just lived off energy drinks but it was the best time ever and it was one of the best ways to kind of cement a friendship. Same with WoW, when you were like meeting people online. It's one of those games that, because you're all sitting in the same room, and you're there for a long time, you go a bit 
Doolally, you go a bit cuckoo and you make up all these sort of weird inside jokes. And it's amazing. It is, really is amazing how gaming can bring people together. And then let's move on to the last one. Now, a lot of people won't know this symbol, but this is my favourite, and I mean my favourite, and I think this is, without a doubt, the most enjoyable time I've spent ever gaming, with and without friends, and that is Borderlands. And it's because it doesn't try very hard, but it's a very well-made game, very polished. There's humour, there's obviously the first-person shooting side of it, there's talent trees, now with the new one, you can have a ship as well. So there's like gambling and things like that within the game. There's a lot of story, like the story is phenomenal. You're a vault hunter, so you go to a planet and you've got a load of bandits and like bad, different baddies and things like that and bosses. And you do follow a linear, a relatively linear story, but you don't have to go straight from point A to point B. You can deviate to like side quests and missions and stuff. It's so bloody good. I've even got a Funko Pop and I hate Funko Pops of old claptrap that is proof how good this game is and how much it's had an impact on me and I can't think of a way to improve it I'm going to put it out there I don't think there's any way for all this franchise to be improved apart from just make it bigger and add features but there's no real flaw in it in my eyes the character design for the bat, like the bandits and all of the bosses and stuff Iconic, like absolutely iconic. They are beautifully designed. They don't try and be realistic. They try and stick to a style, which is kind of cartoony, but it looks good. And the world around you, the fact you can have vehicles and stuff as well to get about is really good as well. So for me, it's, it's amazing. So much fun. I can't, can't fool anything with the game, if I'm honest. So... So for me, Borderlands is so much fun. I would say everyone should give it a go because it's not a sweaty FPS like COD or Counter-Strike. You don't have to be good at FPSs. There are like special abilities like Halo, so it makes it a bit more fun, a little bit more dynamic. You've got things like weapon upgrades, which use the same color scheming and leveling system as well. So you've got your uncommons, commons, rares, epics, and legendaries and stuff like that. And then you've obviously got your talent trees, which really good so you've got your unique classes but within the classes they've got different talent trees so you can go I don't know let's say a melee specialist but then you can go damage or you can go tank or you can go I don't know a gun specialist or an explosive specialist and then you have different types of it's just a fully polished game really there's so much to do the story is long in especially in number two and number three they really like elongated it out and made it a lot bigger of a game than it maybe needs to be but I love it. I think it's one of the greatest games or series of all time. So there you have it. There's my list. I hope you like it. I hope you agree with me. But if you don't, please leave in the comments below what you would have as your 3x3 or your top 9, let's say, gaming franchises of all time. Because we're all different. We've all got different histories. We've all got different pasts of like what brought us into gaming whether we've had a bad experience with a game and that's turned us away from those sort of games. Like for me with Final Fantasy, I went back to it and didn't enjoy it. So it's kind of tainted my memories of it. But again, WoW has gone downhill since I used to play it. Again, Borderlands is good and it's got better 
GTA has got good and got even better and there's just some outright classics like Age of Empires and Rollercoaster Tycoon on my list. So yeah, leave in the comments what you think your 3x3 would be and make sure you hit a thumbs up and subscribe and hopefully you like the podcast that you'll want to come back for the next one. So I am Yibo, hope you like this and if it's your first time here, thanks for coming and I shall see you in the next one. See ya, get out of here, bye.